Welcome to The Daily Dump, the podcast that's so informative, it'll make your brain overflow. With your host, Jasmine Sherman, the future president of the United States, here to share their invaluable wisdom and wit. Now, you might be wondering, why is a presidential candidate hosting a podcast? Well, because they're just that amazing. Who needs diplomacy when you can have The Daily Dump? It's like diplomacy, but with more humor and fewer international incidents. And before we dive into today's topics, a quick reminder, we tackle adult themes and use adult language. So if you're easily offended, go listen to some other boring, sanitized podcast. This is the real world, folks. Speaking of the real world, this November, we acknowledge some pretty heavy stuff. We're talking ethnic cleansings funded by American tax dollars. Yes, you heard me right. It's almost as shocking as finding out your favorite cereal isn't made with real marshmallows. But don't worry, we'll keep it light and entertaining while discussing these serious issues. In the meantime, let's all remember that one day soon, we'll free Palestine, the Congo, and the Sudan. And in the spirit of unity, let's hope they won't decide to run for president after listening to this show. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your brain cells exercised or at least mildly amused, as we dive headfirst into the absurdities of life. It's the daily dump with yours truly, Jasmine Sherman, because sometimes you just need a daily dose of sarcasm to survive. Don't forget to tune in every Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific. But hey, if you miss an episode, don't worry. We'll still be here shaking our heads at the world and making you laugh at the chaos. Good evening, everybody. I am your host, Jasmine Sherman, and this is The Daily Dump. We are coming live to, not coming live to you. We are live coming to you from our studio in our imaginations. That's how I'm going to talk today. I'm going <laughs> to talk very calm, very, very slow. So that's the theme for the night. Let's keep it, let's keep it Mr. Rogers, you know. I'm your host, Jasmine Sherman, uh, presidential candidate in the 2024 race, currently seeking multiple nominations. So if you have a political party with ballot access, we'd like to hear from you. And I'm joined tonight by my other associates. Some of them you know, and some of you don't. Hi, my name is Kodiak, and I'm the resident tree hugger. Hi, I'm Story, uh, and I'm having technical difficulties, but I'm here, and I'll stay here. That's Yay. what's up. I, I don't think that we all talk about, in the holidays, like our mental health. I don't think we talk about, as adults, because like, we always talk about as kids, right? Not being led astray. Like, you remember your parents, being like, if all your friends jumped off a building, you jump into Unfortunately, I was not the wisest child because I was like, yeah, obviously they're jumping for a reason. When black people run, we run. If black people jump, we jump. That was not the answer uh, they were looking for. <laughs> what if it's a jumping bridge? It's got a nice big river underneath and you, you go swimming. I mean, like you've never jumped off a bridge. Correct. But that's a that's a northern thing because we didn't have pools, right? Like that's a, well, I don't know. Do southern people swim off bridges we swim in rivers around here 
but we don't have bridges that we jump into. We just walk into the river. You just walk into the cold water? Yeah. That's so crazy. Easier than jumping in, goddamn. Got to jump in because, you know, like, I mean, so here's the thing. You can't all, okay. So this is, this all depends on, like, your association with water, right? Because depending on what texture your hair was, you're not getting your hair wet. So you're mm -hmm. right. You're not jumping in. And even then, you only you only halfway going into the pool because you're not trying to get your hair wet. Mm -hmm. um, but me, I never liked getting my hair done anyway. And I wasn't with my parents. So my hair was a mess for a long time. So I don't have an aversion to like getting my hair wet. But if I had been raised better, I probably wouldn't get it wet. I'm a hair dye fan. So when your hair is recently dyed, you definitely don't want to get it wet in the you'll end up like purple yeah i've had that issue i mean i dyed my hair while i was on the swim team i just coped wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. the dye for your hair changes your body no it'll like flow into the water and then it can like low-key yeah, dye well like your skin like your face mm -hmm. yeah only only after like if you're in the shower and you have soap it's not a problem mm-hmm but if you're in like a pool or a river, it can be like when your wet hair touches your face and just sits there and doesn't get soaked off. It'll yeah, die you'll you. get little stripes of hair, hair stripes. Yeah, I just dealt. I just dealt with it. I just came to school with spots of purple on my forehead. Just like. See, now you're look. making me think. Now you just inspired me to think of an old show called Daria. And there was an episode. I'm spoiling it. The show is over 20 years because it was. It's 20 years since I watched it, so it has to be like 30 years old now. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Daria brings us right back to the mental health thing, though, because that show was all about the the acknowledgement right? of of problems and being able to actually talk about problems and deal with mental health issues. That right. Was like I fucking love it. I love Daria. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Wow. La, 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 la. Either way, <laughs> there was an episode where one of the characters um, was going to dye her hair. Now, it's my. I think they were having, like, relationship problems. But either way, the friend was like, do my hair. And they were like, nah, I, I don't have the skill set. And they were like, do my hair. And they were like, nah, I don't have the skill set. And eventually they were like, nah, bitch, do my hair. And she was like, nah, bitch, I really don't have this skill set. And they were like, nah, bitch, you could do this. It's in a box. Well, needless to say, she could not do it. She could not do it. And then the girl came out looking like a cheetah, literally. Like black and orange hair. And she was highly upset and she was offended. That sounds like a sleigh, honestly. It sounds like she was serving cunt. So I will say, based on your aesthetic, you could totally serve cunt. Yeah. Like, I think that that would, like, it wouldn't have bothered you. You know what I'm saying? I, f I figure out a way to make it work. I had a oh friend who had leopard, leopard spots on their head. They had a very shaved, like, close cut, shaved half inch of hair. And they would bleach leopard spots into it. It looked great. That's really cool. So we're uh let let's talk more about um the mental health and like peer pressure. Well, yes, 
well so part of it is like we we're on a holiday week right mm -hmm. we're not just on a holiday week we're on a holiday week we're having a national storm warning we have ethnic cleansing and so we also have people who are hopefully boycotting right mm -hmm. and so what i'm trying to say is a lot of people are making going through and pushing themselves through a lot of hoops i do not celebrate the holiday that is coming up that mm -hmm. i celebrate thanksgiving and i don't celebrate black black friday i also don't celebrate christmas if you don't know how i feel about you uh that's not the time of the year you're gonna find out right and so people are pushing themselves and bending over backwards and stressing themselves and trying to do all these additional things to get ready for a day that is about the celebration of genocide. Right. And, and to be with people they don't like, but because of tradition, they can only afford to see them at this time of the year. And so they do. And people are miserable. Mm -hmm. We're having people come visit us from Texas at my house. I'm not participating. My mom told me about it. She was like, Nana and Pops are coming from Texas. And I was like, cool. What about it? She was like, well, it's your only chance to see them. And I was like, they never, they have my phone number. We but have Zoom. But that's the thing. What is that? Like, do you get that? Like, there are people who don't talk to their relatives any other time of the year. No call, mm -hmm. no text, no birthday, no, no poopsicord card. Like, is a poopsicord? I don't know what a poop, I know what a harpsichord is. A poopsicord is not real. But there's no acknowledgement of anything. Yeah. Like, maybe your birthday maybe right right i don't i don't show up i'm not showing up to any family holidays this year at all because they're not my family let's be honest they don't spend time with me right my family. mom and i have a relationship but the rest of my family members don't speak to me my little cousin maybe but family family is supposed to be about support and about showing up for each other mm -hmm. and if they can't show up to give you a phone call as they thought of you then they're not thinking of you right and I it was so frustrating because when I told my grandparents who live around here not my nana and pops but my other grandparents that I would not be at Thanksgiving and I would not be at Christmas I told them and then immediately after all the relatives over there were like oh I'm gonna hit up Cody call them by the wrong name and say sorry I've been busy let's hang out no yeah I mean you're you, right now. I've been busy. Everyone's been busy. We're all busy all the time. It's not an excuse. Go ahead, Jasmine. No, I was going to say, for anybody who doesn't feel like we feel, you still on purpose talk to your relatives, please use this time to explain to them what is happening across the world. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you are someone like, I don't understand what's happening, repeat the following words or paraphrase it colonizers are exploiting people around the world that are not in the country of the United States and are not in the country of Israel. However, in the United States and Israel, their citizens are also oppressed and exploited, but it is different. These two countries and Britain and some other large countries like these countries consistently hurt the people abroad because of consumerism and capitalism. These entities are responsible. These entities are responsible for the global suffering, the climate change that we are all still dealing with. 
I mean, just the other day we were talking about how, you know, the weather has, in the temperature has increased. The map is hot. The map is hot. That's funny. I'm sorry. But yeah, we talked about that, right? Like, and we're not, we're not actively doing enough to disengage from bad behaviors. Like you brought it up, you have Zoom. We all could communicate with Zoom. Mm -hmm. Story right. brought up that we're mm -hmm. families. Families are supposed to support each other. And for me, all I can think of is like, it's just peer pressure for the dead, right? You had a whole bunch of kids back in the day to work your land, to work your farm, to marry off for a possible trade. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't about love, happiness. It was about capitalism. You have 14 kids because half of them are going to pass away and the rest can work on the farm. And then they grow up to fight because there's not enough farm for them. Right. Which is my father. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, which is a little effed up. Like, it's just effed up because, like, they did have a. Because I think that that's what gives us those people who are like, I'm white, but my family's been poor forever. It's because you're, you're, whoever you're descended from wasn't the oldest. Right. 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 I know. And I, you go ahead. These, these issues are solved by thinking about, you know, our, our societies and our communities as large families. Part of the reason I'm struggling to even in like, find faith in the term family or call someone I like family is because to me family doesn't mean fucking anything when someone when I hear family I hear relatives I don't like a job with a whack-ass culture that I have to get throw myself into right I hear people who are racist towards the other half of the people who are related to me like literally I have people in my family where one half of them is very very white and the other half of them very very not white and they're just they're just they're just mm. and i'm over here like what the fuck am i what the fuck am i i believe mixed mixed would be the term that we use yeah but they i'm <laughs> this weird like, little, they they want to be like oh don't you don't you hate this nah, nah, nah. they're just like fighting over me and i'm like you could both be loving me that's the gay, I think that's the gay in us, though. I think that's the gay in us because everyone could love us because we're gay and we're happy and we're. Well, I'm a sweet little. No, I'm not a sweet little gay person, but I think that that's I think that if you are someone that is not heteronormative, you mm -hmm. do consider outside influence or relationships for familial like friends giving. Right. Yeah, I like that. And I'm so, I'm planning a um a a Christmas myself with my friends with people who don't have a Christmas to go to or don't want to go to the Christmas that they would be expected to go to. I think going back to what you said about community about uh treating communities like family, I mm -hmm. think that we also treat families like community, in that we are more willing to say oh this person's unsafe to be part mm -hmm. of my community whereas some people will hold on to relatives that are unsafe for a long fucking time Talk queer people just don't have time queer people just don't have time for that if mm -hmm. you are unsafe if you're going to be bigoted get the fuck out of my life 
Right. So, so not only are we treating families like communities, we're treating or communities like families, we're treating families like communities and they are, and they should be. But I think that like the, the problems we each have with our family also propels us into other community spaces and that can be positive. Also part of the thing about this conversation is that in my mind, there's two kinds of communities. There's your local practical community and then your there's your emotional community, right? My local practical community is my neighbors, the people who live next door to me. Like I, I am getting better at talking to them and I have like a relationship with one of my neighbors now, which was not a thing before. And that's my local community, right? But I wouldn't call up Scott and be like, hey, a 70-year-old guy whose English is his second language, can I talk to you about, like, relationships and gay stuff? Like, no, I'm not going to, like, talk to him about that. I have a different emotional community for that. But, like, at the end of the day, I value them both, right? Like, they're both important to me in the same way, in the same amount. I think that, like, we all have uh, numerous communities that we're part of that were kind of, like, different facets of ourselves Mm -hmm. in each one. So, like, yeah, there's, like, the close friend community. There's my online leftist activist community. There's the campaign community. There's my familial community. Mm -hmm. There's my friend family. I love community. I got my spiritual community. You're a popular person. I and that's that's I watch you sometimes and I get tired because you're always like humaning with humans on purpose. Like your face is in that direction of smiling and yeah. like you you're actively listening and like engaging and like trying to offer solutions. And I'm tired. Like just because like I'll be with you somewhere. <laughs> And you will have said hi to 50 people. And I'm just like, I'm mad I spoke to one. <laughs> I am an extrovert. I am I I am a soft-spoken sometimes extrovert. So I like I'll go to a community event and I won't say a goddamn word sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I it's the it's yeah, I'm an extrovert even when I'm like low energy, even when I'm um not talking, I'm listening. And I love knowing new people hearing new stories and perspectives helping anyone I can even if we just met I I I find that to be who I am you know it's just natural it doesn't exhaust me it just feels uh effortless right sounds like one of those good humans (laughs) no it's just extrovert energy and no it is you're, you're right I used to think I was an extrovert I really did because I was always talking but I I realized I'm an omnivert yeah and for anybody who doesn't know what omnivert extrovert and introvert mean and there's some more verts like don't get me wrong I don't know them all the other one is ambivert that I've heard I don't really know what I am but I I want to live on a commune right like I want to live in my home, I want it to be a little bit low tech, but that doesn't mean the whole commune has to be low tech. And ethical, ethical gated communities. Right, right. Like I want to live in a close knit community where like I know the people on my commune, but at the end of the day, I want to know that at the baseline, everyone in my community knows that queer people and people of color and neurodivergent people are like valued. Right. Like, I want to know that everyone I'm sharing my area with values my life. See, that's the problem with communes, though. 
for me, for me. What? Every understanding of communes that I have ever read about, understood, or like learned of, right? It's not funded with brown money. It's funded usually with money of people who have money, right? Mm -hmm. And so people of color aren't usually valued in these communities like that's what I'm finding and that's unfortunate like I've there are communes in my area I could join but I can't join them because I can't afford to so they're not really communes they're just HOAs with a hippie twist oh you (laughs) called it there it is that that is it yeah and then like yeah like you want to join buy your plot which costs more than a regular house no fucker i can't fucking do that that's why i want to live in a commune because i can't afford to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> if i could buy a house i'd build a baby commune in the house what's a baby we're gonna commune? meet about that right we're gonna meet about that and yeah. uh, talk about building a, a like Story project night. yeah uh, so well, well I, if i could if i could trouble you both right yeah I think we've got enough built housing. Yeah. I think we have enough built structures currently. Mm-hmm. We have, like, I don't think people understand because I always encounter people who are like, we're overpopulated. Bitch, drive out five miles out of the suburb. You're not overpopulated. You're not overpopulated. You just don't want to live where there are not fun amenities. Right. Right. So- to be fair, I would be fine with taking a existing structure and repurposing it or replacing it with a, a better infrastructured building. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if it's decrepit, we could, I, well, I think. For commune yeah. living, I just think malls, right? Malls. Yeah, but we can't afford like, that. Well, that's the thing. They're just sitting empty and abandoned. No one's doing any, like, that's my problem, right? Which is why we need guaranteed housing. We need to do land back. Yeah. Because we have so many resources that we are wasting and just waiting for, like, someone who's like, oh, I, 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 you know, I inhale, like, it's, 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 so my issue is that we never have the money. And I started all of this conversation to say, winter is here. Well, it's coming because it's like, it's like, it's still in fall. Please check on the people that you normally think are okay. Please check on your loudest friends, that person that's normally publicly like all over the place, super happy, super check on them first Mm -hmm. because those people pleasers are exhausted. Then check on your friends that are quiet, that are shy, and then check on the other motherfuckers that you tolerate. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm essentially saying... Check in with the people you pretend to care about. Don't wait for their funeral. Don't wait for somebody else's funeral. Don't wait for these bullshit-ass, terrible white supremacist holidays to come around to pretend to talk to motherfuckers. We will never be able to build community unless we build community. Now, I am not as skilled at building like 25 communities like my associates here. I also don't like most of you, so I'm not going to pretend like, whatever community I'm in, I need to be the community that come out to, like, you good? I'm good. We good. And then we that's the end of the community engagement for that week. Because we good. Because we good. Yeah, you're, you're part of at least five to ten communities I can think of if I tried. 
you just not by choice. I know. But yeah, I agree with you, Jasmine. Like, I wish that I could just buy something that already exists. And for me, what I'm looking at now is opportunities for things I don't have to buy. Um, which well, I don't really want to talk about on air, but things yes, that are do. available. We should, vote we should vote Sherman in 2024 so we have access to these things. Well, that, yes. but That's the thing we should be talking about. My time. other plan yeah. is not that. But voting Sherman 2024, so the housing plan. Um, we We talked about how that would work for communal living, and it's in the policy that there will be you know, a, a, a thing in the app to select for the, the type of like size home you need. And if mm-hmm. that number is 25 people, so be it. We'll find a fucking mall or whatever to, oh, you know, to, to get off that app, right? That's that's sort of how that's... Mm-hmm. Am I following yeah. that correctly? That's literally, that's literally what's in the policy, yeah. Yeah, like what kind of household do you want? Like that doesn't necessarily mean actual, like... Like, yeah, it could be a refurbished mall. I think that would be really cool. Well, for I, me, I think all these indoor gardens. Mm-hmm. Yes. But mostly you can have the city life without the heat and the right. cold. Like if I could have a mini New York City in a building, not the New York New York Hotel, which we are currently still banned on. I maintain what happened. <laughs> in the fall. Uh, I'm not banned on. We're not allowed on the property. But yeah, that is banned. Okay. Um, so I, I said all that to say, we have to try to make sure that we are doing mutual aid. I have been talking about this in many different ways. This week's mutual aid is checking on the motherfuckers that you pretend to give a fuck about. That's it. Checking on the strong people first, the people that are always doing for somebody that are always out. Then check on the people that never want to do things that are never out and then check on everybody else and if you find that there's somebody you haven't checked on that motherfucker is not your friend so just break up with them and let it go was that too jaded no i think that's so valid because i feel like a lot of people try and like hold on to so many people at once and then they don't have meaningful relationships with any of these people yeah so the way that I do things is every time I think of someone, I talk to them. Um, even if I haven't talked to them in like six months. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually think I've checked on all my people in the last month. I'll do it again. But like, I, do. I go I mean, through my phone. I don't. My mom will be like, how such is it? Like, I have no idea. Was I supposed to check in on them? Like, I assume that they're good. They haven't called me for help. Like I I'm mean, not. You are in a unique position right now because you're running for office. So you right. gave you gave a request to a lot of people to sort of like you know call someone else first if you need mm-hmm. something because I'm very busy, which is very reasonable. But I think that uh, at this point people might know better than to bother you with the small stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. You would think. You would right. think. Oh, I would one. hope so. I would fucking hope. I know I'm wrong in several cases. but Some people, well, yeah. I was talking to Kodiak when I came, like, came into here, and I was like, um, they were, I was like, did they were like, do you sleep? And I was like, nah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Because <laughs> every time oh. I sleep, something else happens. 
someone else calls someone else needs something yeah so but it does make me grateful to the people that are here it does as much as like i get aggravated i am grateful but that's still no reason to celebrate thanksgiving <laughs> we no. don't celebrate thanksgiving no cooking a meal with people could happen on wednesday Mm -hmm. It's like, who the fuck's going to care if you call out on Wednesday? Just stay home, boycott work, eat some food. Better yet, and boycott then... on Black Friday. Oh, that Black definitely don't Black Friday shop. People die. Right? Yeah. I told my mom, I said, I don't want any presents that you bought for me on Black Friday. I don't want them. Don't buy them. But, but that's capitalism, right? You can't afford shit until this one time a year when they really raise the prices. But we need to go to a commercial so we can go cap. Oh, hypocrisy at its finest. We'll be right back, y'all. Hey there, fellow Earthlings. It's time to talk about the campaign of the century, the Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign. Oh, yeah, it's a real game changer. Now, if you're tired of boring old politics and are just looking for a good laugh, this campaign's got you covered. We've got t-shirts and sweatshirts for our supporters and our detractors. After all, who doesn't want to sport a Jasmine Sherman for President shirt that's so comfy it'll make even your opposition reconsider their choices? But wait, there's more. We've got a whole line of merch dedicated to the sensible Americans out there who believe in the liberation of Palestine, Sudan, and the Congo. Because, you know, nothing screams foreign policy like sipping your morning coffee from a free Palestine mug, right? And what better way to show off your international awareness than by wearing a Jasmine for President hoodie? It's so warm, you might even convince your friends that it's sensible to have them in charge. But hey, we're all about choices here. You want to support the campaign with a vote Jasmine tote bag? Or maybe you're more of a reconsidered Jasmine face mask person. We've got you covered, my friends. So join the movement that's making politics fun again. Get your Jasmine Sherman, they, them, for President 2024 campaign merch today. Because who says political campaigns can't be both sarcastically funny and thought-provoking? Go to our website and let's liberate those wardrobes one t-shirt at a time. Is there too? And we are back. I can have all the people that are involved. What? <laughs> I said I love looking at the background this month. I know it's. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yep. I said I love looking at all of the pro Palestinian protests and like everybody supporting them. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, we have to talk about the sad stuff. Okay. The sad stuff is 
if we do not get this planet and its temperatures under control, the planet is going to allow us to die. It will encourage us to die. Kodiak, do you want to explain the environmental situation to everybody, please? Because um, they're the tree hugger. They know. I'm I'm just a concrete jungle person. For anybody who isn't already aware, global warming or global boiling, climate change, whatever they call it, is essentially this observed and recorded phenomenon where the world's climates are shifting too quickly and into dangerous areas so that the already existing species, i.e. humans, will die because we can't, we aren't adjusting to this in time. We aren't evolving fast enough to match this adjustment. So if someone tries to tell you, oh, we've had temperature changes in the past, we've had temperature changes, first of all, those people don't know jack shit. Second of all, their point doesn't even work because this shift is happening too fucking quickly for any species to adjust because we don't have enough turnover rate in our species to match it. So there will still be living creatures on the planet. They just won't be human. Yeah, right? There'll be bacteria, cockroaches, maybe some birds. birds Dandelions. Probably... Yeah. Right? That's it. Like, we we are we are killing ourselves by doing this the planet will recover it'll find a way to make more flora and fauna but we don't have a future here if we put out keep putting out the shit and let's make it clear it's not just oh you're driving your car to work it's capitalism it's the fact that you have to buy that car in order to drive to work right so yes do the individual things See if you can swap out any plastic items, right? Minimize your car travel. But at the end of the day, hold accountable our systems. Hold accountable our government because the biggest issues that we are facing have been funded and allowed to happen by large corporations and the governments that they are in bed with. And if anyone tells you that it's impossible to turn it back, we have a comprehensive plan on the Jasmine Sherman website, the Environment and Infrastructure Policy, that will turn us carbon negative and completely remove our dependency on fossil fuels in less than two years. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's possible. We need to just do it. We need leaders who, like Jasmine who are strong enough to put their foot down and say enough is enough. We are all going to fucking die if we don't change something right, right now. Um, and I I want to info dump so bad about how they know for sure that humans caused it, but like, I, I don't need to go into a chemistry info babble, but like, it believe me, it is our fault. We know, uh, The yeah. most productive thing a person as an individual can do to help the environment is to not have a grass lawn, to have a biodiverse, low maintenance, no mow, lawn situation it is the biggest impact an individual can do corporations are another matter they are almost 100 percent responsible uh it's, it's i think it's 98 I, I have to look again but i think it's 98 percent. we got less than two percent right uh for individual impact if we didn't have this corporate impact to, uh as as an unavoidable monopoly choice 
Yeah, and there are different ways to protest. One of the ways that I protest is I don't purchase things with animal products in it, right? That tells whoever I'm buying things from that I don't approve of them and their mass animal agriculture. Not to say that all animal agriculture is bad, but there are different ways to protest. Yeah, I protest by not mowing my lawn and the the city hates it, but here we are. Right. If you don't have a lawn, so then my, you can't just not mow. You can do something else. Go ahead, Jasmine. I told, I told people I didn't want to mess with the leaves because I heard you could just leave the leaves on the ground. Yeah. Like before people have grass, leaves just stayed where they were all year long. No one messed with right. them. They turn into dirt. And they help you build soil up. Exactly. You leave, leave the leaves on your lawn. Whoever told you you need to take the leaves off your lawn. That's so stupid. That's so Listen, dumb. I and it's more than just soil. It's more than just soil. Little bugs, little mice, little everything. They live what? off of those leaves. My little Mickey Mouse's? Like, what do you mean? Right. So let me say it this way. By having an ecosystem for them outside, they don't have a reason to come inside. I was about to say that. Yep. If you give them a good outside, they won't come in your house. People are like, oh, no, rodents. Give them somewhere else to go. Give them somewhere else to go. Give them a hotel out there, not in your house, and they will not come in your house. Right? My garden doesn't get eaten by birds because I go out and put a fresh scoop of bird seed for them every morning. Because they're my like, plants... why would I dig through the berries? Go ahead. Yeah. Also, my plants don't get eaten because I plant decoy plants. So you plant stuff for the birds and the bugs and the bunnies. And then yeah. they don't touch your stuff. You know, the, the living in balance with nature is really not that hard. It's very intuitive if you just pay attention and let nature be nature and work with, like, work within that instead of fighting against it and going upstream and trying to weed everything, those weeds are good for the environment and give the insects something to eat other than your basil. Can I, can I tell you something so great though? Right? Like I saw a new species of cricket in my backyard. I saw frogs for the first time in my backyard this year. (laughs) Congratulations. Congratulations. I I love your energy, yo. Cause like, I thought you were going to say, I found, I found like, I just, New species? How do you know it's a new species? Well, it's cricket, new like... for me in my backyard. It's not new no, in the no, world. No, I'm talking but... about, wait, 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 hear me out. I just mean how you recognize different crickets. Well, to be fair, it's neon green, and normally I don't see any crickets at all. Um, But the fact oh. that I've been working on my local ecology around my house to make it more welcoming to more species, and I'm seeing more species as well as like literally higher populations of those species, like the more birds, more squirrels. My soil turnover is really good and the microbiome is strong. I don't have to keep a compost bin because I just throw something in the middle of my backyard and something eats it the next day. So the reason that this is good for people is the Mm. same thing as keeping the mice out because by having all this biodiversity, you got more predators eating the bugs you don't mm-hmm. want, and no population gets out of control. So you never have swarms and yeah. infestations. You might have a fly, but you're never gonna have a thousand flies. Right. And like yeah. you nasty. Hold on. I want to caveat this because they're talking about people who still honor hygienic practices. If you're someone suffering under like hoarding conditions, if you're someone suffering from the lack of desire and clean things and stuff piling up phone a friend let's help you get yourself together because the yeah. anxiety of being in a space that's unclean brings you additional critters and creatures and 
men you don't want around. I find that because like on the days you look the worst, here come a man talking about you just so pert. Either way, I'm traumatized. What I mean to say is Ron DeSantis is starting a militia in Florida, and that is going to negatively impact the environment more than you guys understand. What's happening in Israel, I'm sorry, what Israel is making happen in Palestine uh, is negatively impacting the planet to the tune of more than a atomic bomb kind of situation, tons of, of radiation, right? Like, and what I don't understand is why Ron DeSantis is getting a militia. <laughs> it's 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 fascism. It's the rise of fascism. And like I I don't know how to get people to understand that the shit ain't a joke. Like people's it's, lives. It's not even it's not even the rise, because that implies that it's like still like it, it's it's the risen. It's fascism, you know? yeah. It's it's totally emergent and visible and everywhere in a way that in the 90s it was it was there if you looked for it it was there if you knew how to fucking pay attention to the systemic thing and not just the personal thing right but now it's so overt it's so overt if you need a call to action this is it we're here we are at the what if so so that called action what that looks like the stream just went down the stream went down yeah can anyone see no it's yeah it says there's zero viewers yeah that just means no one's watching that doesn't No, my friend dm me and said that it went down oh man because it says that i'm live manage your channel what the fuck? It shows me live with viewers. I see numbers of viewers. Do me I a favor. See. Raise your right hand. There's a delay. Hold on. I got to see if the hand goes up. For people listening over the Spotify. I see the hand. It went up. It's not down. Okay. But yeah. Tell them my... to refresh. Maybe refresh. Maybe they crashed. I don't know. Sorry. Maybe that's. I mean, it's okay. But it attracts them. Yeah. We're not upset. For people who don't know, this is a show where the transitions aren't smooth. This is a show where we are not producers, engineers, and uh, we are learning, right? This is more like Kids Incorporated. And for Mm -hmm. anybody who doesn't know what that shit is, it's a show about children that take over a, a TV station. Either way, they were kids and they were incorporated. Yeah, but as I was saying, call to action. This is it. This is now. This is today. Yeah, uh, my only, whenever anyone asks me about, uh, just whenever I hear militia, I think of like the the Second Amendment people and the well-organized militia and how they they actually have well-organized militias on the right and how my biggest issue with gun control is that like my my problem with guns is that the only people that have them are republicans and police officers but see that's not true have you so like this is a thing i'm gonna let you guys who are not melanated know those uh, black people have guns 
we <laughs> we have guns and there's um black like clubs like here where i live it's a place called black diamond right and i mean like people are they got guns like good they got, they're not, just not gonna they're yeah. not gonna show it off as easily because you know it's not like, safe yeah, yeah. Like if you like, so that's, that's, that's the hardest part, right? Like I have a video of a gun group in California marching. It's a pro-Palestine uh, group and I'll put it on the Reddit for people that are curious. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, that's really where we put all the fun images. And I know you're like, bitch, you forgot to put the Mike Wazowski up. I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna get my life together and put that up. I'm sorry. Okay. Things are going on. Um, But yeah, like if you saw 20 black people with AKs, you know what I'm saying? Like we wouldn't even make it to the march. We wouldn't even make it yep. to. Yep. Right. Like, think about what have... you learned about. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I'm just saying we don't have the luxury to be a militia publicly. Yeah, and like people want to talk about the dichotomy in in school. They're like the dichotomy between the Black Panthers and MLK. Like. I was taught in school that the Black Panthers were completely violent and that was it. But they were more than that. They fed people, right? They had guns because they had guns pointed at them. The Black Panthers, like, we I only wish have people gun got control it. Because, we only have gun control because um, they didn't they 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 didn't want Black people to have guns, right? The gun control we do have. I I personally cannot have a gun, but I do have other weapons. And I encourage other people to find a weapon and learn how to use it. That's because, the important part is don't bring any weapon into any situation, including, you know, even carrying it as self-defense that you don't know how to use because otherwise you're just introducing a weapon to a situation. Yeah. You're potentially giving a weapon to someone that's trying to hurt you. Mm -hmm. um, you, know, you should definitely learn. You need to practice, right? Which is why... I yeah like you have to regularly practice like you won't you won't be good at it if you don't yeah i need to get a new arm guard for my archery because the old one broke and it hurts like hell if i smack my arm while doing archery but i could get somebody from far away like a freaking elf i got a crossbow i my dad has a crossbow but it's not like he practices with it Crossbows well, are illegal in Massachusetts, so I don't have one. You know, brass knuckles are illegal in Washington State, and that pisses me off because I want brass knuckles. Why don't you have? Oh, because they're. Can I tell you an interesting caveat to the illegal in Massachusetts crossbows? Sure, go ahead. You can have a crossbow for hunting if you're in a wheelchair in Massachusetts, there's an exemption. Because Sorry, you aren't you technically an, an ambulatory wheelchair user? They're never I ambulatory. Am ambulatory. I am an ambulatory wheelchair user, so I just I just remembered that. Well, huh? I got a crossbow to shoot at Todd, and I was like, "Can you just put an apple on your head, and I'm gonna try to hit it?" And he was like, "That's not how that works." Yeah, no, that's not how you practice. It's not safe. You so got to make sure your shooting line, anything past your shooting line is clear. No, no, no. So let me explain. Uh, Travis was like, that's not because Travis is from like the country. He's like, you're supposed to go practice on trees and targets and then aim for people's head. You have to be good first. Yep. 
And I was like, I feel like if Todd walked out to the middle of the field and put an apple on his head, my my arrow would connect. Well, feelings I, are not facts. No, no, no. Facts I have, don't care about your feelings. You've met Todd. You've met Todd. I know. I have a feeling I have, I have an arrow that would be true. It would never yeah. let me. <laughs> Even if I have to walk out there and hit him with the dick. Oh. I'm just kidding. Keep your hands to yourself, you guys. Um, also, tasers and knives are fun. Yeah, but he definitely wouldn't let me throw a knife at him. This is some certain shit. Like, you know, I never understood how they got into knife throwing. Like, and I know I'm of the belief it was not my culture that was like, yo, stay here. Let me just throw these shits at you and spin the wheel. So, for me, I don't do knife throwing as like a a hobby. I just have a knife that would work as a throwing knife if for whatever reason I could not move from where I was, but I wanted to make a hit, like one last hit on somebody because it's weighted properly. You need something weighted properly. You can't just throw any knife as a throwing knife because if it's weighted wrong, it's just going to and then fall forward, right? It's not going to hit anybody. I was going to say. Are we on topic too far? (laughs) No, sorry. Because, I mean, what we're going to tell people is it's winter's coming. The government doesn't want you to realize I'm sorry. Our government does not want to talk about COVID. And so instead of allowing the hospitals to have reporting numbers of people coming in with new strains of COVID, they're going to send you four sets of new COVID tests so you can self-test at home so the numbers are not reported. Mm. It is so good to have tests, but that's dumb. Yeah, and it's four per household, not four per person. So that's not enough. No. But, well, but if that's like not enough. Are, I feel like these are wasteful measures, though. They kind of are. I mean, it's good to have them in the house if, like... To do what? You still got to get treated by a doctor. To, if you have well, COVID? You could say I, I'm not going to my family gathering because I tested positive for COVID. Right. Like, you, could, you could make the rule, everyone, before you come to the New Year's party, please test for COVID. Or, like, if you have a cold and you want to make sure it's not COVID. Like, I tested for COVID the other day because I had cold symptoms and I was going to go spend time with people. And I don't you, have COVID. But, like, okay, so here's where my ass is dumb. If you don't feel good, if you sniffling, if you sluggish, if you feel like you got cold-like symptoms, and I'm talking to a man that's probably listening right now, why do you leave the house, homie? I put a yeah. mask on because I got no, shit to do. No, I got no, places no. to see people. Hold on, hold on. Not talking to you. Okay. I'm asking the ether because you also have like health issues. So like you're conscientious about your health. These people, I will watch someone sneeze on their hand. And then rub it on their body and then go back to living their life. Didn't take no breaks and go in and go into like the bathroom. Like COVID spread because people are unhygienic. Mm-hmm. People and really so, thought if they wore gloves, they were immune. And then they went and touched their face with their gloves. I mean, seriously, we have a terrible education system. We've got to fix it. Right. And it's. But my whole thing is the onus of if you do not feel 100% yourself. Unless you're going to take care of an emergency or feed your, and I not feed yourself in a restaurant, like feed yourself, go home, come back. You shouldn't be out. That's all I was trying to get at. Like people are still trying to be like, I have a cold. 
I'm going to go hang out with somebody. No, sit your ass there and Zoom. So I had to take a COVID test recently because I showed up to play games with friends and someone was like, I just got over COVID and the flu. <laughs> and like, happy. Oh. and I'm like, I now I can't go around my immunocompromised friends. Also, I'm an immunocompromised friend and you're kind of, this isn't cool. And that person right. has avoided me ever since then. They have not talked to me. They have not. They've they've uh, canceled when they were gonna do things where I was gonna be there. They're avoiding the fuck out of me, and I'm like, all I said was that's not cool. Like I'm not gonna kick your ass. I could, right. <laughs> and I was thinking someone should kick their ass. No story, actually though, like both Story and Jasmine have like a good point that like a lot of people approach social situations with either you're on good terms with me or you're on bad terms with me right it's it's a dichotomy it's yes or no right but really it's like you need to think about how you both can grow to be appropriate and kind to one another like what feedback do we need to give back and forth because people fuck up every day right everyone fucks up and i believe you're a better human you you give grace because i wish a mother would for, for you know mess up but i think that's a cultural thing I think this is cultural because being black, I know I don't like that motherfucker across the street, but I'm not going to let nobody else come fuck with him. Does that make sense? Like, even though yeah. I don't like you. But Jasmine, hmm? during our meeting this week, you and I worked out a conflict. We, so I want to be clear. We didn't have a conflict. Somebody said we was beefing and I came to talk to you about it. I'm trying to tell the truth. I'm trying to tell the truth. Somebody We had said, a misunderstanding. Right. No, no, I want no. I, want, I mean, what I'm saying is someone said that I made it acted in a way that might have made you upset. And so mm-hmm. I immediately was like, I want to address that and make amends. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm trying to explain to people is. Some marginalized groups, like if you're the only gay four gay people in the community, right, you're the mm-hmm. only four gay people. Y'all, unfortunately, whether you hate each other or not, you four gay people got each other's backs because you're it. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether you like Selena, like whether I like Todd or not, right? That's that's my community. Mm-hmm. And whether I like you or not, you know, we people. We people still we not. And if we not peoples, then that's different. That's a totally different situation. But if we're peoples, then I need to be able to, like, be mad at you and still treat you well. Right. I think that's something a lot of people miss. I think they think that it's this weird it's almost like it, it reminds me of purity culture where this person said one problematic to me, thing to me once and now they're not my friend anymore or vice now versa. I said something. What? Now they're canceled. So now they're canceled. That too, that I cancel culture right. is a whole cancel other culture. thing. No, I think it's this a- is cancel culture. And people are afraid of cancel culture and I'm trying to do restorative justice. So right. my priority is how do we make this not happen again right that's like all. I'm not- that's it i don't care i'm not like am i mad yes is that the point no mm-hmm. i just want this to not happen again because we share space we share friends whether we're friends or not after this depends on how things go but we're still going to come together and play games at our mutual friend's house and let's right. be civil but in the future if you were to tell me I just recovered from illness, I would not show up and I would have informed consent to not show up. You could just tell me that you're sick and I won't go. 
Right. Or you could stay the fuck stay home. Your sick ass at home. Better. And I said right. that. And I was a little bit grumpy. And I said, it's a little fucked up that you came out when you, you were so recently sick. And and that was the end of it for me. And she's just avoiding me because I think she thinks I'm going to kick her ass. Right. But, even but that's still, you could kill something. So I, t- I take this personally. My grandmother had a seizure and she, because of COVID, she didn't get a hospital bed. They left her in the hallway. People are telling people, like, it would be different if this was, we didn't have the technology. But I'm going to say this. If you are under 40 and you have a smartphone and you are out here getting other people sick, I really do wish that someone would help you communicate in a language, possibly viscerally, to understand that you are putting real people who have disabilities, people who are elderly at risk. And since you don't give a fuck about their lives, why should we give, Never mind. I'm working on growing. I'm working on growing. What I mean to say is this has been the daily dump and we didn't get to go through all the shit we wanted to today, but tomorrow we probably still won't go through all the shit we go to. The point is there's a storm coming this weekend. You don't have to be abused by people that are your blood relatives just because they're your blood relatives. You deserve to live with dignity and have some integrity and a good time. Check on the people that you claim to care about. Allow people who care about you to check on you. We have to start making mutual aid happen. If you don't know what to do to help your community today, the assignment is Check on the motherfuckers you know. And maybe meet one more motherfucker that you don't want to know. It's too many motherfuckers. And if you someone checks on you, be honest. Please be honest, because that's a waste. It's more wasteful than them damn COVID tests they send in home. That my associates had really good examples about why they are a positive, but I don't because I know about shipping, handling, sunk costs. Them shits probably won't even work. And I say that because we just probably have things expire. And I do not trust that we have stored everything in the most appropriate, careful way. Fair enough. That's a fair point. Our medical, our medical supplies ended up in it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I just feel like I think that I'm very honored to know younger people. Elder millennials and younger have have really gone through a lot of shit. And genuinely, despite what consumerism lets us believe, despite what we see on TV, despite what we hear from our grandparents, we are better humans. And the reason you know that is motherfuckers are walking around saying free Palestine in masses across mm-hmm. the globe. The people who had a, who have had no problem with the occupation for the 75 years, they're doing what they've been doing. We are better and we are going to continue to be better. Yep. Jasmine, you will be there too. Man, That's in 2024. You only getting one term from me. One term. I'm not gonna no. be like once I do my term, I'm out. I'm not. I hope to. I hope to do something different, like sit on the beach because maybe the water will be clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, this week, I mean, Jasmine will be out there. Keep y'all's eyes out. Oh yeah, I'm traveling this week. Mm-hmm. You may see me pop up with a bullhorn in your city. I am charging it as soon as I find the plug to charge it. All right, y'all. Peace, love, and hair grease. We're going to close the show. Thank you for being here today. Bye.
Hello, my fellow podcast listeners. It's been a fantastic episode today. And before we wrap things up, we want to take a moment to talk about a crucial issue and a campaign that we all need to support. But first, let me thank you for tuning into our show. Your continued support is what keeps us going and allows us to bring you important discussions and insights. We also want to take a moment to share something that demands our immediate attention. Currently, American tax dollars are being used to fund multiple ethnic cleansings around the globe in places like Palestine, Congo, and Sudan. These are urgent humanitarian crises, and we must do our part to put a stop to this. We have the power to influence our government's decisions, and the Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign is committed to addressing these global issues and working towards a more peaceful world. Now, on a different note, let's talk about an alarming statistic that affects us closer to home. Every year, about 600,000 people are reported missing in the United States. The numbers are staggering, with California topping the list at 2,133 missing persons reported, followed by Florida with 1,052 and Texas with 1,246. These states have the largest populations in the US, which may contribute to the higher number of missing person reports. Additionally, states like Arizona, Washington, and New York also have a significant number of missing persons reported. It's a sobering thought, and we want to encourage everyone to be vigilant and proactive. If you ever need to report someone missing or have any information that could help locate a missing person, please don't hesitate to email us at official account of fatsocialist.com. We'll do our part to share this information and support those in need. In conclusion, we are committed to making a positive impact on our world, both on the global stage and in our own communities. To stay updated on our efforts and join the conversation, follow us on all our social media channels. Let's work together to create a better, safer world for everyone. Thank you for listening and stay safe out there. Together, we can make a difference. Peace, love, and hair grease, y'all.